0: Hey, this is the original Gatekeeper Bernie, and this is the Let Burn Ramp podcast. Available iTunes, Google, and Spotify, and everywhere else where you can find the Let Burn Ramp podcast. You can click, you can stream, and of course, please enjoy. Burn. Yo, what's good? This is the Let Burn Ramp podcast. Happy Monday to everybody. I hope Whoever's in Brooklyn, I hope you're enjoying yourself and please stay safe. I don't know about what's going on from last night at Juve, but I know there's got to be extra security over there. So I'm just hoping that everybody's safe. Nobody's hurt. Nobody I know is hurt. And also for the parade in general, nobody's hurt at all. We don't need no more senseless deaths. Now, let's get to the top stories that's been going on right now for the last I would say day, if not two days, right now. I haven't talked about it, so let's let's get to this right now. There's been a Texas shooting. Seven people has died. Twenty one so far, if not more, are injured near Odessa. That's like I'm not sure how far it is from Dallas or Houston, but it's it's, it's, it's in Texas. Seven people has been killed. Twenty one so far has been confirmed injured in a brazen daylight mass shooting in the West Texas city of Midland and Odessa on a Saturday. Gunmen drove on a highway street opening fire at on residents, motorists, and shoppers. The attack started on a late on a Labor Day weekend, terrified sister cities 20 miles apart from a combined population of over two hundred and sixty thousand people. And um, less than a month after the gunmen killed thirty one people in El Paso and Dayton in back to back massacres that stunned the nation and revived the debate of Washington over gun control we go on... I, tech, listen, Texas has just been in, in just a, a shitload of issues right now ever since. And from what the chief said, government fled and uh, hijacked a postal truck, firing at civilians as he made his way into Odessa. So, pretty much... Uh, homeboy wasn't going homeboy had a warrant or something to make him even do that there's not an official detail on this gunman at all he got stopped in traffic for whatever reason he fled he got on as they said and just went on a rampage killing so many people the guy is a 36 years old man why did he do what he did no one knows He had an assault-style rifle, the same type of assault-style rifle that is used in the military. So, and I'm I'm assuming he's not military. Nobody should even have an AR-15 at all. At all. I don't see why, I I don't know, at all, why, why they even allowed this guy to go this far. But with this being said... This is now fifty three people has died this month of August alone from the mass shooting, so we have gone through just whole just just that month alone we're now on the second day of september that whole august fifty three people has died from mass shootings it, something needs to give something needs to stop right now i I don't know. But... Condolences to everybody. That's it. Condolences to everybody. Nobody deserved this type of assault. Nobody deserved to die. That's how I'm going to look at it as right now. It's getting it's getting crazy how somebody is still able to get an assault rifle. let on AK-15... Fifteen miles from Midland to Odessa, still going on a shooting rampage and nobody can stop them, at all. We destroy so much chaos, injured cops, injured civilians. There might be more people that might be hurt right now. We don't even know yet. It's sad, at all accounts, and hopefully. Well, you know what? I th- not even hopefully. This just this something needs to be something something needs to happen. I don't know exactly what's the remedy to fix this cuz it seems like we keep talking about gun control, gun control every time every time a mass shooting happens in America, gun control. restrict the limits of magazines, restrict the limits of guns, ban all start rifles. Eventually it comes to a point where something needs to be t- something needs to be done to address this right now. Americans shouldn't have to be going through war in their own turf, in their own soil. Why is America shooting at Americans? Something needs to be done. Something, something needs to happen before this gets out of control, and nobody can really fix this. It's been happening way since the Obama administration, and it's, and you know what? I take it back. It's not even since the Obama administration. We've been going through this for. For very long. ever since the creation of guns, we just we just have a tendency to just kill everybody off for no apparent reason they didn't even do nothing wrong. they were just in the wrong place at the wrong time, being hit with hells of bullets. I wish something could be changed. I wish somebody with a common sense in the government I wish Trump himself somebody could just stop with what the n r a is doing and focus on trying to f- fix this up if you 're not going to ban guns from people at least. Issue it from people who don't really need to have a gun. Put an age limit also for people with guns. Unless you're a police officer, nobody should be having a gun out here in these streets because now they're taking full advantage of just killing people at will. The two most important things in America that it doesn't seem like is ever going to end, guns and cigarettes big-time money big-time billionaire corporations are not gonna give up what they've been doing right now just because of what the law says it haven't worked for cigarettes and when they, when they when they try to give rid of cigarettes they put e6 same company same people that did cigarettes they just converted it right now into a point where it's now digital it's now you're gonna die digitally instead of you know regularly and guns as many guns you you can get in these stores people's gonna buy it without an id Something has to give, this, And I don't feel like anytime soon it's gonna happen. If not our generation, hopefully my kids' kids' generation. Because I'm not even so sure that my kids' generation these guns are gonna be off the streets. People's gonna still be shooting people. People's gonna still get hurt. They say guns don't guns don't kill people. Listen, crazy people with gun kills people. The gun is also involved. People are dying at an alarming rate right now. Especially more and more since the Trump administration has started started place. I'm not throwing blame on Trump. I'm not saying I'm not i even throwing blame on Obama or even George W. Bush. This been going on since since guns was created, just mass shootings. And as Americans right now, we should be able to handle this instead of just letting it out internationally. Like I don't even see I don't even see in countries internationally where they even doing this. Only here in America right now, we're just we're you know we're blowing each other apart with guns and shit. Now I'm not that doesn't I'm not talking about countries that have their own military forces on protesters or people like that. I'm talking about a person who just got the whatever's wrong with him, starts shooting up the place for no reason. I understand it's like revenge and anything like that, but countless people, and I, and even that out for revenge it still don't make no sense. It shouldn't have to come to a violence. This it shouldn't have to come to anybody getting killed. People at an alarming clip is just getting killed off. 53 this month of August has been killed. I don't, I'm afraid to know what's the next number that's going to come up here. I, do I think it's going to be high? I hope not. I hope it's zero. But in this, just in the present day of America, somebody dies every day. So hopefully, hopefully, condolences, first of all, to everybody in Odessa and Midland and everybody that's hurt. Second, Congress, legislators, 50 states, whatever. Somebody somebody with a common sense right now needs to grab NRA by the balls and take control of this situation before this gets out of hand. Too much blood is getting bled out on here. Unnecessary. How much more is going to take before somebody... Calls for change. I always wonder what would happen if one of these Congress, you know, workers had kids. They were in a hell of gunfire and they get killed out of this. I wonder what if the presidents or what if senators, what if your kid was involved and they get killed from a from a mass shooting. How long is it gonna take for you to realize that this gotta stop? This this is no reason. There's no reason why we still have to go through this. We can end this right now. We can. Put a we can put a gun control law fixed is the way it should be fixed and that's it there should be no reason why we're still making this easy process harder than it should have be should have been this should have been taken care of and you know more and that's i'm not i don't like i said i don't blame Bob for this but i kind of wish when he had control when they both went the house and the senate had control. You had all the opportunities to lock this in and not nail it in. Now, like I said, everything is a process, but I felt like at that time when we did run it, this could have been knocked down and ended with. Right now, we didn't even have to even let this go too far. But is you know? What I don't know. Well, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying it out of anger at this point. You know, I. No, no. I it would be easy. To, it'd be easy to see some results, but I know that that's not going to be the case. It would be easy to believe that maybe the government is going to finally listen to the American people, as they should. That's the whole point of democracy. The whole point of you know your First Amendment rights to speak how you feel, but um, I don't know. Hopefully, there's some resolution that can just. Fix this all away and then we just go back and handle what we got to handle. I wish, but that doesn't seem to be the case. And I could only assume that we're going to be hit with another news press talking about breaking news. Ten plus more people has been killed in a shooting somewhere California or a shooting down there in Texas once again or Colorado or somewhere in Idaho or even or even in New York. Anywhere is possible at this point. No country, no city, no town, no suburb is safe in America. Nine of forty eight states. I don't I can't speak on Alaska, I can't speak on Hawaii. I can't speak on the territories that we got in America, or the ones they choose to broadcast and talk about and not talk about. But it's, it's it, at this clip right now? is is alarming and it's again pathetic that we haven't been able to solve this issue and come to one common goal where we can when people can still have guns, but there has got to be a limit and as far as- assault rifles, no that could be banned entirely. nobody should have so many guns right now unless you're planning on starting a war unless you're about to unless you don't care about what anybody else think if that's not the case right now, we need to stop this. We need to fix this as an American citizens, somehow, some way. Whoever left wing or right wing or whoever in the middle, progressive, conservative, liberal, whoever, get down on the table. Well, not get down. Get to the table. Figure this out. Nail something concrete so we don't have to worry about this. Who gives a damn what the NRA thinks? they they never been on the American people's side. They've just been on the side for the guns and who they have to supply it to so they can make their billions of dollars we can't we can't worry about what they want to do we got to worry about what the american people wants to do because if we don't we don't get what we need right now to handle this more people is going to get killed and there's going to be more issues that's going to be forcing pressure on these companies to fix something right now or states to make laws to change the way that people have guns and eventually which just going to, have to ban everything And it's going to say that NRA won't face the USA. I'm just hoping that something is resolved and changed before it gets too late, because once it once it happens, that's it is over. Sandy Hook, come on. All them kids that died. And we still we still debating on why we have to not why we why we're banning guns and why we're not banning guns. This is a no brainer. Please, please. Come on, folks. If you got common sense, look at Sandy Hook. Look at the devastation that happened from that. And yet, we need more guns? No, we don't need more guns. That's, you, can, you don't promote the death of children to have more guns. That don't make no goddamn sense. Guns is the reason why people are getting killed. We must limit this right now, especially assault rifles, AK-15s, AK-47s. Anything with an AK cannot be on anybody's hands at all semi-automatic no other than a little 44 pistol that's it there's no reason why you should have a grenade even a rocket launcher for god's sake a rocket launcher like where they get these stuff at i do not know but this is crazy and this is bad right now of all this bad this bad all over i don't i I wish i was I, i wish i wasn't talking about this for the last 15 minutes I wish I wasn't talking about ranting my ass off for 15 minutes about guns here when we know right from wrong. We should know how to handle this, and we just don't. Politics, politics, and politics always get in the way of the simplest shit when we know right from wrong. We know what needs to be done. Why not just do it? Politics. Politics decide everything right now for us. We're never gonna get nowhere with this politics and politics and more politics. So, I'm just gonna keep going without the no music right now because I leave one serious topic to another serious topic right now with this hurricane who's right now. This hurricane right now might be the biggest hurricane that ever hit the Atlantic. This might be the strongest also that they have ever witnessed. The Caribbean is already taking impact directly right now as is a Category Five with 185 miles an hour, and there's never been a hurricane Category Six before ever. There's never on record has never been a number six. So to imagine if there is a number six as strong as Dorian. This could be, this could be, this could be one of, this could be the greatest catastrophic disaster mankind has ever seen also. And I'm pretty sure if that does happen, America is going to be in a whole lot of trouble right now. So far, it's still in the Caribbean's right now. The Bahamas attacking the Bahamas with force. Dorian has already attacked Marsh Harbor, Great Al Cuspo, Elbow Clay, Cooperstown, Great Apaco, and Stragic Clay. This is... The making of anything that you did not want to think this could happen. You did. We didn't think this could be at all. Just what it is, but Dorian's already tied an eighty-four years old record for the strongest Atlantic hurricane to come ashore. The strongest, one hundred eighty-five miles an hour. Now we don't like I said. Some experts don't feel like it could be a Category 6, but the way global warming, the ozone layer, and everything has become right now, it's become more open for hurricanes to become able to become this strong to attack. It's definitely have to potentially become one of the strongest hurricanes of all time. As I said, 84 is a record. It's already reached a Category 5. Some are wondering if a storm will continue to gain momentum, even reaching a Category 6 storm. Um... Uh, experts have already made it clear that there's no measure even though Durian has already became the strongest hurricane in modern records by the Normans Bahamas packed in over one hundred and eighty miles is the only thing it could be is maybe in connection to one of the strongest storms ever, but as far as the hurricane six they don't they don't believe that's ever going to be the case, but nonetheless, the fact that this area is already, already passing hurricane four is still terrifying. Um, reports from the National Hurricane Center measures the intensity of hurricanes. The scale breaks down hurricane's category based on the scale from one, on a one-minute substance wind recorded in connection with the storm. A Category 1 hurricane, for instance, displays wind speeds from 74 to 95 miles an hour. Conversely, a Category 5 hurricane has reached 157 miles or higher. Because of this cutoff, Category 6 hurricane doesn't currently exist, so the rest are sure, while Hurricane Dorian may continue to grow in intensity, it will remain at a Category 5 until it begins to weaken. So there's no chance for this to ever be a Hurricane 6, but at the same time, Dorian is already breaking records already. Dorian is already now tied for the 8th highest substance wind in the Atlantic history, and it's not done It's not getting weaker. It's getting stronger, which means, as I said, the eighth 0 is going to go higher and higher. This might be the biggest, if not the most damaging hurricane to date in American history. The Bahamas is already feeling the pain right now, and hopefully everybody over there is cool. Florida is going to hit Florida most likely Monday night into Tuesday, and if it does directly hit them, we're in a whole lot of trouble. And then once it gets up there, only time will tell how far can this hurricane go now eventually this hurricane got died down so i don't feel like especially now it's been colder now there's i don't suggest i don't think that this hurricane got enough mileage on them to just reach up the way it's been reaching up right now to to, to the carolinas to new jersey to even parts of new york i don't think it's gonna reach to that level but you never know with this with this strong you know with this the way it is right now. But, um, hopefully, something happens. Now, from what's been, from what experts have reported, from Colorado State University, they have also demonstrated how dangerous Dorian is. One, since 1950, only three Atlantic hurricanes has had max winds stronger than Hurricane Dorian Current wind max of 180 miles an hour. that would be Allen, Hurricane Allen 1980. Maximum winds was 190 miles an hour. Gilbert, max winds of 180, whoa, I'll take that back. 180 miles an hour was Allen 1980. Max winds of 190 miles an hour was Gilbert 88. Maximum winds of over 185 was Wilma 2005. Maximum winds of one eighty-five. Two, one hurricane has made continental U.S. landfall with winds this strong. The Labor Day of Hurricane of nineteen thirty-five. Um, so, as a, so, that and that was that's 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 a that's a long time. Sheesh, that's, oh, that's about 80, 80 years, eighty-four years. Um, hundred eighty-five miles an hour winds. Three, only two hurricanes has made continental U.S. landfall with a lower pressure than Hurricane Dorian, current pressure of 913 HPA. Labor Day Hurricane 1935, as we talked about before, and Camille of 1969. Dorian has the strongest wind for a hurricane this far north in the Atlantic east of Florida on record. So that's already broken the record already. And five, the strongest hurricane landfill in the Atlantic Basin, not in the continental U.S. since 1985, are uh, 180-miles-an-hour landfall by Hurricane Ema in 2017 on Barbados, St. Martins, and the British Virgin Islands. Unfortunately, it looks like Hurricane Doreen may join that infamous list shortly. And by Monday into Tuesday, if not Wednesday, Dorian might break as many records as possible. The way the speed is, is just, it's it's just, it's, it's getting stronger. Like I said, it's not stopping. They already, they already got Hurricane Dorian as a 27 Atlantic hurricane to reach a category five since 1950. So, this is, this is bad. I hope everybody's safe. I can't imagine Florida at all. Florida is just, Florida's just been going through hell when it comes to hurricanes, but they've been always going through hurricanes because open season right there over there you you got pretty much so many tiny islands in Florida, and nobody's i don't they they're forever getting hit every year if not every two year's getting hit with a massive hurricane that just devastates That's why I always tell myself, you no know, Florida's not a bad place to live, but at the same time. You just got to wonder, yo, is this even worth it? Because now you're taking a risk right now. And I don't feel like I don't ain't, ain't worth the risk of losing your life in Florida for, you know, for this type of nonsense. But, um, I hope everybody is safe. I I pray that I'm hoping that people have some common sense, uh, just like what happened last year with the whole hurricane, that you get the hell out of there. OK, Get the hell out of there why and in, why indulge in your cravings and your satisfaction for something might that might kill you? Why be that much of a bonehead? Get out like the like the show get out like the movie get out get out why even put yourself in a situation where you know that you're putting your family letting on yourself. At harm's way Please listen to the authorities Listen to what the government Gotta say This is definitely gotta be a state of emergency in Florida Hands down Any neighboring states also that might get this Burn of, a, of this hurricane Y'all yeah, gotta listen, get out of there The best way you can Get to a place of higher land In Florida Most of Florida is not even higher land The bottom of Florida is already Below sea level as it is there's no way in hell, I can see that I can I, it's like a Hurricane Katrina effect. I can see the levees going breaking down. They're not gonna be strong enough to stop this. One hundred eighty, it's already one hundred eighty miles an hour. So the fact that this gets any more stronger, who knows what can happen once it touch landfall, and if it does hit landfall. This is nobody's gonna be safe. Period. There's gonna be deaths after deaths after deaths. Now, hopefully, they do. If they was if they're smart like last year, they make this, They like I said, state of emergency, get everybody out of there. This is the whole state of Florida right now at this point. The whole state of Florida gotta go. Nobody in Florida at this point is safe at this point. Get everybody out of Florida because you don't, you can't take that type of chances, especially if you don't know when it's gonna hit. And if this is an unpredictable storm. All bets are off right now. I, as I said, I hope everybody's safe. I hope that everybody gets out of there and no deaths is reported. You know, I can't say about looting because I'm pretty sure everybody's just going to stay for the loot. I hope that's, I hope y'all focus more on yourself instead of that. But people don't listen. They just want to take their chance and test their fate and gamble like this is the lottery. And just like the lottery, when you don't win nothing, you're going you're gonna to lose. And this time, it's not going to be money you're going to lose. You're going to lose your life. So please get the hell out of there the best way you can. Get to another state. Get to Georgia, Alabama. Just get somewhere where you'll be safe for the next couple of days. And then drive back over there and just assess the damage. Because I'm pretty sure it's going to be billions of dollars that it's all NFL. billions of dollars that's gonna be up there. I get I'm gonna just predict maybe three billion dollars that's gonna be fixed to repair. Hell, they still repairing from last year right now. You, even, two, even 2017 they're repairing. Florida has been decimated with hurricanes after hurricanes after hurricanes. And it's just it's sad that people go you know still loves Florida and wants to be there. But Florida at this point right now is more of a tourist attraction more than just living wise. You just it's hard to live there now. You know, salute to everybody who's, who who faced the winds and just choose to be there. But it's just it's, it's I just I look at it. It's just very hard right now to just be at that very location. But nonetheless, please get out of there if you can. Get out if not, find somewhere you can get to a shelter. Just don't get yourself in no situation where you try to face the storm right now and. Get gone because of it. Don't, please. Whew. This is this has definitely been a rough Monday right now. Just going by these topics I've been talking about right now, this has been getting you know crazy and crazier by you know each topic I just I spoke about the shootings to the hurricane. Now we got you know it's just it's just been breaking news on our Labor Day right now. Kevin Hart, of all people, has been hurt in a car accident in Southern California. Um, I, I just hope he's all right. Um, acting comedian. Police said he, he, suffered, he suffered a major back injury in a car of a vintage muscle car in the hills above Malibu that occurred in the early hours of Sunday morning. California Highway Patrol collision reports, saying that he was a passenger in a 1970 Plymouth Barracuda that went off Mulholland High Mulholland Highway and rolled down in a bulk in an embankment around 12:35, 12:45 a.m. Sunday. The report says Hart and the driver, Jared Black, suffered back injuries in the crash. Another passenger, 31 years old, Rebecca Box man, only, only, only complained of pain. The um, CPR reports say that a car went out of control, turned from a highway road, I mean, a canyon road onto the highway. Two of three car's occupants were strapped in the car in the immediate aftermath of after the crash. Hart went to his house nearby to get medical attention before heading to Northridge Hospital. So, nobody was drinking. Um This is this is unfortunate for him. I don't think this is what he needed. Um I hope that listen, I wish he feels better. And that's all I don't know I can't speak more about this because it's not unless in TMZ first of all is was reporting this I'm not saying TMZ is accurate but at the same time TMZ beyond their funding this right now so I don't want to go into any more details on something that I might not even know all from this article right now I'll just say as the cop said it was a major back injury but from how Kevin Hart, how they were staying with Kevin Hart, he was able to get to his house for medical attention. So hopefully it's not too serious and hopefully he is able to continue on his career. He gets better. He lives good. He's there for his kids. He handles business for his family and he, he continues to make funny movies and comedy skits. You no know, comedians is already been getting some comedians haven't had a good um showing these last couple of days. Dave Chappelle with his, you know, skit right now, everybody's going after him and now Kevin Hart now getting hurt is is unfortunate. I I hope he gets better. Um I don't know I d I don't know Jared Black at all. I don't know what was why he's driving Kevin Hart's car. That's all I can assume why he's even driving his car, why he's even behind the wheel. But it seems like he might not. He might not have control of this car than he thought he did. Because it seemed like Kevin, that's Kevin Hart's muscle car. Why you got somebody in your car at all driving it? I don't know. Who knows? I'm not even going to debate all that. I'm just thinking out of my head because I got nothing else to say. I was wish these guys the best, and for the female passenger that got hurt also. And right now, I'm gonna go to my sponsorship right now. So after the sponsorship, I'll come back with more topics. Burn, ladies and gentlemen. 2019, 2020 NFL season is approaching. With um, I believe the Packers will face the Bears from the first game. Yeah, i think the patriots is facing whoever i don't know they're champions who cares um i'm here to break down the conferences i guess by the same bracket i guess no same division like north east southwest and let's just start with the obvious let's start with the nfc and afc north who i feel like is the to the division let's start by the let's start by the nfc side who I don't feel like is going to win the division, and fourth place in the NFC North, the Lions, and it just no disrespect to Matthew Stafford, he's got a, he's got a, he's got a big arm, especially in his first eleven seasons, he's thrown over over thirty thousand 30, 30, yards, um, by far the quickest to ever do that in NFL history. But at the same time, he's he's not a reliable QB at, he's not at all. And there's no there's no reason for me to believe that it's gonna be the same this year. He's got no help offensively. And his defense, you know, as as well as his defense has been during the time from Matthew Stafford, this defense is mediocre at best. I think this year, this defense might be a little bit better than this offense. I don't feel like this offense got enough pieces to move the ball. And this defense is not stopping nobody right now, which means that I see the Lions just not getting far. I'll give the Lions the record of six and ten. They'll have some good games that might be in the mix, but I think they're going to fall flat. Next will be... Four. I'm, good. And it's crazy, too, because these three teams can get to the playoffs on a, on a good year. All three teams could definitely represent the division or be in the wild card. I'm going to say... It's hard for me to even say this because this team was in the playoffs last year. The Bears. I truly believe the Bears are gonna have a drop-off. I think Mr. Trubisky, now he's entering his third year right now. I think he might regress. I think he might the pressure might get to him right now. The same way the pressure got to Mark Sanchez after his first two years after the first two years when he looked like he was stellar then they let him take the, the reign as to see what he can do he couldn't do anything I think this might go for the same for Trubisky I think they'll give him the reign off this offense and take over this offense and I think that'd be a bad idea I, I think if they don't do that I think they just focus on a balanced attack and maybe you get something but if you let homeboy do that shit then I don't know automatically I, I think there might be a problem I think the defense is going to keep him into the game but I just don't trust Mr. Trubisky yet and I shouldn't have to feel like that to this guy especially he looks like he could be, he's the best thing coming from the, from the QB position for him I think at any given point in Bears history um, if he starts struggling they will start losing the defense could probably keep him in the game because his defense they were the best defense last year that kept teams to, what, at least 13, 14 points a game. So there's not, they, it's not like they can't keep a team down for two touchdowns. This offense, we don't know what this, when this offense is going to start clicking and start you know, going off on all cylinders. If they can go off on all cylinders, then maybe I can change my stance. But right now, if I'm starting off in the preseason-wise where they rank, they'd be at number three. I'll give them an 8-8 eight eight record. I think their defense will keep them in games, just enough for the offense to do something. But at times when it's a shootout, I don't think this offense can do anything in the shootout. And I expect a lot of shootouts against this Bears defense. Um, the second place out of the NFC North will be the Packers. Well I think Aaron Rodgers—he's—he's he's gonna be healthy this year. There's question marks about this offensive line. But I feel like with Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers is that talented that he moves the needle. There's certain QBs in NFL history, even with a, with a deplete, with just horrible receiving core or just a lack of defense, if not no defense or a decent defense, they still do something. Payne Manny was the, was, was the first, as famous as possible, just throwing the ball to anybody he can at possible at will, just making players just great. Tom Brady was able to work with at sometimes no-name receivers, make them great. Aaron Rodgers can drag a play and avoid a sack and just move his legs and just run wild. So, I believe in that. Um, yeah, I believe that Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, they have a good chance, and I give them ten to six. I think ten to, ten to six is good enough to be in the playoffs, unless. You know, shrink a schedule, and somebody else in the division do something else. If not, I think they'll. I think he can get sh the, get them to the playoffs, and you just hope that you know they don't have to worry about anybody else. They'll be, they can just do it, and you already know the number one team. I was gonna say the Vikings. I think Kirk Cousins he needs a he needs a bounce back performance. I can see them going 12 and 4. That defense has to wake up right now. I don't feel like their, their defense is better than the Bears defense, but the difference between both teams is QB. And I think if, you know, Kirk Cousins, he excelled, he steps up to his game a little bit, even though he ain't played bad last year. But he ain't throw enough touchdowns to even help his case also. he threw a he threw a decent amount of yards, but not that much touchdowns. He's got he's got his receivers need to step up when they need when they need him to. And I believe I believe they will this year. I think they had a year under him right now. They realize he's not a scrub. And if, if everything works out, I believe they should be fine. I think the Vikings will win the division 12-4. to four. Um, Let's go to the AFC North. And they have made some noise. Steelers ain't got their two top guys that they had last year. Bengals fired their head coach. The Browns added Odell, Odell Beckham and the Ravens. Well, they got rid of a guy who got them a Super Bowl who might be the greatest QB ever. They traded him to the Broncos in Flacco over Lamar Jackson. So I'm going gonna, gonna to go by the worst team. And there's no and there's a no-brain with the Bengals. I think the Bengals are in a rebuilding mode. Um, AJ Green, I believe he already messed up his legs, which means his season is in question. And if not, he might not be back anytime during the first half of the season. And is going to struggle. Then you're gonna hear you're gonna hear questions about Andy Dalton, should he even be the franchise Q B. Which he, I feel like he still should. He still should be the QB, but you already know that's not gonna be the case. So I I'm just looking at it is they're gonna probably this team is gonna this team's gonna struggle. If there's a rebuilding process, expect them to be four and twelve this year. and just like I said, if are able to if they can compete then they can compete, but I don't think they are. The third team on that list, um, Ravens. I'm not convinced on Lamar Jackson. He, he went six and one, and he got to the players and got smacked. I'm not convinced at all for this guy. He was able to get off that late burst because it was something that he ain't seen since Michael Vick. He was able to really run the ball, and it's not like he's a, he's not he's not any different from Cam Newton. Or Dak Prescott but he is explosive as a running back as a running QB His the question will be his arms and I think if this Ravens team is trying to make him to a pocket passer we're going to have a problem because he can't I don't feel like he can deliver as a pocket passer at all and if he can't do that you're not going to have no type of success you can run all you like and it might get you some wins but not that many 7-9 the Ravens at least I think they have they'll have a fantastic run game they might leave the league and running because their QB is gonna run more than pass now you enter the realms of the last two I've been thinking about this hard and hard and long and based off experience right now I feel like the Steelers off experience is more equipped to win that division Browns sorry I feel like the browns will have a bounce back here but I feel like they they are I feel like they's gonna they're gonna stumble a little bit I think um Baker Mayfield he's going to have a full year on his belt to do something but I think he's going to hit the sophomore slump I will I believe they're going to be I give them 9 and 7 They'll be 9 and 7 and I don't know maybe 9 and 7 could get you into the playoffs but I I wouldn't push it. I think they might I think I think they might just edge out of the playoffs this year. With that being said, I think old you know Odell Beckham, I think the defense is gonna be solid. I think they got the wide receiving core that that looks like they can do something. But I just feel like I just feel like they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna be in the they're gonna be in a lot of shootouts, and I don't think they're gonna win these shootouts. Mayfield's not there yet to be the man yet in the NFL, but when, I think he will be one day. But this this ain't this ain't the year for everybody to start assuming that they're gonna be in playoffs. I don't think so. Nine to seven. You know, if you're able to squeak in with a you know some type of help, then you could be fun. But if not, you're not going. And then the actual AFC North winners will be the Steelers. I believe, even without um, Le'Veon Bell, even without Antonio Brown, this Mike Tomlin is the best. And also, he's Mike Tomlin is the best coach in that whole division anyway, and maybe the second best coach in the conference. He's been there for 12 years. He knows how to get this, his players going. Defense is his specialty. He'll get. To, he'll get his. I think he'll get his defense ready to fix up. And without no distractions on offense, Roethlisberger can just go air it out. So, if it's all go well, 11 to five, at least we'll win a division for that team. I think Roethlisberger is gonna have a bounce back year. I think he's gonna prove to Dallas that he can still play. That he don't need, you know, two All World Pro. Offensive players, one of the best they ever assembled on this team, and when they had those three, they were the best offense made in NFL history. You know, they just never won a ring. So we'll see what they can do with Connor. We'll see what they do with Hugh, Hugh Smith Senior. We'll see with everything. See how it all goes. And this will be the last topic of the night. Um, expect this to be a lengthy rant, like I did for most of this show right now. Um, if you're done, O.J. Trump, a couple years ago, you made claims that this was a disaster, this was a waste of time, that we should never even went to Afghanistan. Now I'm pretty sure he was just saying all this, you know, nonsense because he ain't like Trump. I mean, I take that back. He ain't like Obama. And a lot of people didn't like Obama, so he goes out his ass and same says that you know I will quickly get everybody out of Afghanistan, and that's the end of it. Now we fast forward about nearly six years later. Twenty when now with twenty nineteen, Trump is in office. Trump right now, he's flipped. This you know now listen, everybody's able to everybody's at least given opportunity to. Which, how they feel you know depending on the outcome and i'm not even i'm not even i don't think anybody can be upset with what trump said because trump is also a human being he is entitled to speak how he's how he feels and he's been he's been doing a great job of doing that no matter how horrible it's been but trump has really he's i, I don't know i don't know if I don't know if Trump is making the right decision and pulling out people, just the you know the military from Afghanistan. So um, this is this is this is pretty much where you know this is where I, I I draw the line at this point when it comes to this the this whole idea of pulling everybody out. And I'm not I, Trump I I, and I think pretty much Trump probably analyzed this also with the people around him for once. They realized this this you know this was a, maybe a hard decision from them to make. So I'll make it easy for you Trump you're making you're making a mistake You're making a big mistake. I don't think the troops should leave at all. The fact that the Taliban well, got fifty percent of this country by the, by his wayside mean that they still they're killing people still they're still teaching people how to be terrorists. Why are we? Why are we even negotiating an agreement just to let our troops go for the Taliban? Now, if it was just with the Afghanistan government, then you have—I'll have—you made a strong case. By all means, if it was, you know, obligation reasons that we don't have to be there, I would even understand that better. 18 years already—it is time for the troops to come home. Some of them has been there from, from the jump. I believe it's time. It's time to bring them back. But the, but the simple fact that we are uh, trying to make a peace offering to a mercenary group that harbored Osama bin Laden who was responsible for, for the single devastation in American history on 9-11. I do not feel comfortable as an American. Yes, I am an American citizen. I was born in America. I do feel some type of concern that If this guy really let this happen and sign the treaty, under the conditions, because they are certain conditions that he said, I I just don't feel comfortable that the Taliban is going to really respect, you know, the offering. I feel like they're going to go back to the old ways. And then by once we all leave, they can just party and then it sounds all good. Nothing happens for the next day and oh, maybe week or months. And then just when you think everything is all copacetic, they strike. They attack, they take what's theirs, and that's about it. I don't feel comfortable to knowing that you you let the Afghan government handle the situation when, in fact, we can teach them everything. But right now, I don't think they're going to be able to handle the situation with the Taliban. I don't feel like they're in the complete power to even handle this. Damn near already got half the government right now If not the country right now Half of them is already on the Taliban side So this is You know this has been an unsuccessful Like it's not even I don't even know what you call this This has been an unsuccessful war at this point when it comes to America They haven't really handled their business When it came to Iraq Nor Afghanistan Pulling out Iraq was maybe A bad idea for Obama I don't think Obama should never even pull them out now ISIS is running wild right now controlling and just dominating the whole Middle East at this point. The and they got uh, and they got ISIS in Afghanistan also, just to remind you. It's not just the Taliban. They're pretty much both the same groups led by two different people, if not they're all connected into one conglomerate. What it is, I don't know the name of it. You got people telling you not to do it. You got people telling you to do it. And I get it, you know, things change over time But considering that we didn't handle, we, we didn't do our job, that's it We didn't handle our business as, you know, in efforts to trying to stop what we was trying to stop I do want the troops home Because they, they, this time, nobody needs to die at this, at this point We already lost over 4,000 troops and we are, we have done everything we can to help the Afghan government fight this. But right now, I do want them to come home. Don't get me wrong; it's time. But I just not 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 like not yet. I don't know. Not under these conditions. Not just not. Not. I don't want them just. I don't want them to stay there. I don't. Feel, I don't want them to die. Also, because it's almost twenty years. It's time to go. It's time to come back nobody have to nobody should be there at this point. I want them to be home. But right away, I mean, can we even trust the words of the Taliban at this point? I, come on, I, can, you, can anybody here let me know can we even trust them at all because they they you saw what happened with the Twin Towers. Whether taliban al-qaeda whoever al-qaeda is not destroyed technically they are still running rapid they haven't been dismantled as everybody wants to believe they have they haven't you might have killed the figurehead that started everything in bin laden but you, you still got his disciples that preach the words of bin laden still doing damage all across the world Whenever they're able to get the opportunity to strike, they will strike, and they strike in numbers, broad daylight numbers. It's been a fact ever since. They don't, they don't play around with this type of shit. All I'm asking is, how do we know that they're gonna keep their word and, and you know, reform to peace? That's remains to be seen. I don't think that's gonna be ever be the case. I just feel like we leave at we leave at this current point right now. This is gonna be this is gonna be havoc. What they need to do right now is get whoever's been there for so long and replace them by fresh new people. Bring the new people in there gradually. I mean, not overnight. Gradually bring the new guys wherever they station stationed at. Have them, you know, stay there for, for a long period of time. Not for, like, a couple years. Maybe just, like I said, a long period of time. Rotate them at least. Have them at least know what they have to do. The people that's been there for so long, it is time to get them out of there before they become a casualty to ptsd and they just they're just stuck in they're just stuck in the in the in the trap box and that's also another thing i also want to get 2.0 so this is it's like a two-part with the military and then also when they come home because we haven't done a good job of making sure the veterans are taken care of hell we don't listen we, we we damn near not helping them right now Because most of the shootings that have been going on right now It's been people that has been going for PTSD We have to find a better way Of taking care of them The moment they come back to America They come first at all costs And we are Americans We should be able to fix this in our own home And not let our own fallen hero Go self-destructing Killing random people at will Just because of something that could have been solved So and You know this like I said, this for the first part, I feel like the tr- troops should be home. But at the same time, keep who you can keep, rotate, bring some new people in here. I feel like we don't. I don't want them leaving exactly yet. We got over like five thousand, if not maybe over twenty thousand in the Middle East completely. No, keep remove remove them little by little, like they said. If the Taliban can prove that they can really, they're, they're here for peace and not here for anything else. Which, like I said, has remained to be seen that that could even be the case. And if that does happen, you no, know, either they listen or not. They're gonna, Trump is going to probably do what he, he wants to do because this is Trump. Trump has not been told what to do in his life. Ain't nobody going to son him. Trump is going to definitely get you at all costs. And after that's the case, what do you do with the troops? you got you gotta bring them back so they are mentally stable enough to still live their life because I'm pretty sure you know the war took a lot of them, especially if you've been there for a dozen of dozens of years you don't want that mindset to feel like they're stuck on war they stuck they have to put their guards up anybody could be a a, top, a subject and everybody can just be attacked and we don't need no genocide out here by our own troops killing us now. And let's hope that. Trump is able to handle this properly and not, you know, wreck this up in the sense where there's a mass carnage in America at this point by our own people. We got it. We got enough right now from kids watching video games and thinking that everything is like, everything is like GTA. We don't need our own military people killing Americans right now, and it's it's hard to stop them. It'd be definitely hard to stop them if they're especially milita- military strain to handle ballistics and counterattacks and everything we don't need that issue so let's just focus let's just focus on the two things right now as as I'm saying if we do go with this peace treaty if this do get signed off then this guy by then the grace of God the, the Taliban finally stopped and they want to see change comes that's about it they ha- they want to see change appear to happen and they are willing to negotiate ways for that to come about then by all means if not you can still remove the troops replace them with fresh new people that can come over there and pick up wherever you had left off and just maintain the area if that comes to be if that comes to be the outcome and as for the people that is coming back home you gotta take care of them asap it's not even a question no more Give them the give give them the tools for them to maintain their life so they don't have to feel like they're still trapped inside a vortex and they can't get out of, especially if they do suffer from PTSD, they feel like they have to shoot somebody, they feel like they, their, their life is online every single day when they wake up. We got to make sure they're good. They're, they should be the top priorities for America instead of all this economical bullshit that we put ourselves into. And I'm going to leave it as that. Thank you for listening to the podcast. You can um, follow me at Let Burn Rant, L E T B U R N R A N T. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, I, I think I, ha- I think I want to say something else also, but I'll just wait because I, have, I haven't really finished everything yet. So I'm gonna leave that on the side, and I guess in the next couple of days I'll let you know what I've been working on. But nonetheless, this is the Let Burn Podcast. I'm your boy, OG Bernie. you yeah, have a good Monday. Peace, love, and hair grease. Burn. Hey, this is the original gatekeeper Bernie, and this is the Let Burn Ram Podcast. Available iTunes, Google, and Spotify, and everywhere else where you can find the Let Burn Ram Podcast. You can click, you can stream, and of course, please enjoy. Burn.